We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. Opening day. Hi, honey. I'm recording. Hi. She said, I said good morning, everybody, right as she got home. And uh, okay. Uh, Eric's here from Miller Park Minute. I jump on with him a little bit from time to time. You catch him. Are you cranking him out every day on YouTube? Still, still every day. I was actually deathly sick this last week and I still managed to figure out a way. They were probably the worst episodes I've ever recorded, but I recorded them. So they're there. No, the ones you did in January were pretty shitty too. Yeah, that's true. I'm just kidding. kidding. But it's nice. I mean, if you're talking Brewers every day, it's nice to finally have some baseball to talk about. Oh my gosh. It's, it's revolutionary to actually be like ready for meaningful games. I'm actually like planning segments not just reading the news because that's what I have kind of been doing a little, re- basically reacting to stories and stuff like that. That's what I kind of, yeah, well, the off season, uh, sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it sucks, but that won't come again till early October, maybe longer. So again, uh, baseball starts today. It today. is Thursday, March 30th. We're starting today. Brewers at Wrigley. I think the game should get in. There was a little bit of weather concern. I think we're fine. Um, Friday's the rain makeup day. We'll see. And then they'll, they'll finish in the weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend for me. Uh, actually, just to get it out there right now, I am doing seven straight days of CBS radio, including, oh, we might get up to 52 today in Chicago. All right. Ooh. I'm doing seven day, seven straight days of CBS sports radio. I'm doing Saturday shift, Sunday shift, filling in for writer than you next week in the nine to 11. And the thing that I'm going to be doing the most outside of those shifts is watching the Brewers and watching baseball. WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, WrestleMania, WrestleMania. But when I go to national radio, and I was telling you this the other day, it's like baseball's irrelevant. Doing a local show, a Wisconsin show, whether it's radio, podcast, whatever, whatever you call what we do, it can get very nuanced. We can talk about... Uh, what, what do you think Abraham Toro's impact on the 2023 season might be if, if he gets called up later? Or Freelich and Weimer, I mean, once he's got, who's going to have the better year? Terang, how, where is it? I mean, it's so minute. In, in baseball, there aren't really those stories. Like, in the NFL, I can talk about Lamar Jackson this weekend. I can talk about Rodgers. I can talk about the draft. In baseball, all you can really do is, like, make fun of the Angels for having Shohei and Trout and never winning 
anything uh, in the MLB, but he can't really do it. So what I like about still having this and, and your show in these outlets is we can really break down the team and kind of follow them. And I think that now that I'm done being mad about all the weird offseason stuff, I'm at the point where I'm going to say no worse than 500. 87, 88 might be where I top out. The over-under in Vegas is pretty consistently around 86 and a half. Mm-hmm. They're about two to one odds to win the Central. Cardinals are one to one. You, like, I aren't you like a 90 win guy? Yeah, I I've said I've said anywhere from ninety two to ninety six, ninety seven. Well, so what year do you think it is? Uh I'm going. I'm I'm throwing it back to twenty eighteen. It's a throwback. You think this team win ninety five games? Um, I think with with everything working out and to be positive about it, yes. I I think we have we are rated the second best rotation in all of the major leagues. Um, where we need to pick up is the bats and adding a guy like Jesse Winker, adding some young pop in Contreras, uh, even Christian Yelich coming back to a Miami Marlins form would be amazing for this team. Absolutely amazing. And I think, I think those things could happen. Plus you've got a Rowdy Telez, you've got a Willie Adamas, um, and you've got some young guys that want to prove themselves that could potentially be in rookie of the year conversations. You know, even these Weemers and these Freelicks, if they come up, or even Garrett Mitchell, you know, could be in rookie rookie of the year conversations if if they go off. You know, I think so. That with me, with uh, the Brewers, and maybe it's like this with every other team, but I feel like I've been saying the same thing the last five years. Is is that word if? You know, mm-hmm. because the pitching has been consistently good. Mm-hmm. whether it's been Woodruff or now Burns, you know, Peralta for a long time as well. Uh, the bullpen now, obviously without hater, but I think we can get past that hopefully, but it's always the pitching. The pitching will get us a certain amount of, of a head start. That, that, that's a good part of the team. Even going uh, Lauer and Miley is your four five. That's, I mean, these kind of guys were your one twos a long time ago. So pitching staff is good. And the bullpen, they're going to be shuttling that in and out all year. So we'll see. 51 it's, plays it's, last year. They went it's through a lot 51. Of ifs. It's, it's, it's if Brett Anderson. It's if Jesse Winker. It's if, if, if. You need like four or five ifs. And so what I was thinking this morning, uh, Big E, was that there – because I'm so much a Marvel guy. So there is a timeline where in the next two years – the Brewers win the World Series. There, that that is that is a possibility. I, that is possible. I don't know, like, what percent chance I would give that. I think they because they need to find the mix of these guys hitting, the guys that are coming up, the guys they're taking chances on, and then the pitching staff. And then what's going to happen is you're kind of in this like two year. It's not a window. It's like a. It's kind of like a transition thing. Because if the hitters come up next year, well, then you might have to say goodbye to Burns at some point. You might have to say goodbye to Woodruff at some point. Willie Adamas, you're going to have to say goodbye to. So you need, you almost need these guys that, if, 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 there is a chance 
I'm not saying there's no chance. I don't know that it's as strong as it was in years past, but I'm at the point right now. And, and maybe it's because we missed the playoffs. To come into a season with 95 win expectations, I'm only going to be disappointed. So I'm coming in thinking they're going to win somewhere between 81 and 87. I think a playoff berth is possible. And then from there, baseball pretty much lets anybody have a chance at it. So I may be less optimistic than you in terms of wins, but in a weird way, I'm more excited to watch it. It's sometimes with sometimes with baseball, having expectations is bad. Right. Well, and look at you can you can you can speak to what we've done historically. Um 2018, we had a great offseason where we got Lorenzo Kane and Christian Yelich. And but I don't I don't I still don't feel that there was an expectation at that point. It was like, okay, then we made some big moves, but there was no expectation to what we became from there, you know? And we went, we almost went to the World Series. Well, we should have went to the World Series. Yeah, I agree. Now, if 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 my house is on the line, I think 2018 is gonna be the farthest they ever get in my lifetime. But there is a timeline. So what I'm saying is I'm not completely ruling it out and i think for <laughs> me i think for me that's a big step for me i do that's awesome congratulations on that i think it's a big step i've spoke i've spoke pretty optimistically over the years about the milwaukee brewers so for me it's always it's always what where how far off am i going to be um there's sometimes where i've been dead dead nuts on and there's sometimes where i've been really off well, and, do you always uh, take them to win 95 games? No. <laughs> okay. That but all- that's the thing. Like, that's the optimistic, optimistic side of me. Who's uh, who's someone you're excited for? I think that uh, I think that Wilson Contreras is going to be everybody's favorite brewer by July 4th. Wilson Contreras? Um, and by I that, Garrett, I mean William. I think Garrett Mitchell is going to be one. Um, Which I one do we have? William? We have William, right? Yeah, we have William. William. I think Garrett Mitchell's going to be one, and I think you're going to see a lot of pop for Terang this season, um, just with where Terang has been um, organizationally. And I think he's got the most to prove out of any of these prospects because all of a sudden, remember, Terang was the big one for a while, and then all of a sudden it became about these outfield prospects. So Terang's got his chance now. You know what I mean? And Lucic Ursig, who pitches now. They got what? Uh, Luke's, Luke's, Lucas Ursig, who pitches. Oh now. yeah, Luke. He was he was a fielding prospect though, like for a long time, and now he's a pitcher. Yeah, that was weird. I know. Um, who do you have? Last question for you. Cody or Roman? Cody. Did you see the belt? What about the belt? Do you see the belt that they're showing on on like all these sources that they're redoing the belt for Cody and he's going to have his own like nightmare championship? It's the no, wing they, eagle. They don't like when they do that. It's 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 cool though. Like because if they bring back that old winged eagle belt and they get rid of the universal, not that I don't like the universal belt. Yeah, I read Triple H wants to get rid of that, but I. 
see it on my side there. It's right down there. I showed it to you once before. Uh, but yeah, if they could, if they could do that, um, I don't know. What do you? I'll, I'll ask you and put this on your podcast. What do you? What do you think of Freem's jumping into the podcast world? Oh, I love it. I love that both and I did shows cramping on podcasts forever. And, and now we're and both now, doing podcasts. And now the collab is it's this close. The Twitter conversations are already there. The ads are already there. I saw I don't you mind. Look, I don't mind. Okay. The thing I always got mad about with podcasts was people were always like, Bart, do a podcast. I want to listen to you, but I can't get the radio. And I'm like, moron. My show is four hours of a podcast. We put it out on a podcast. And they're like, no, it needs to sound like a podcast, not a radio show. I'm like, what is the difference? So that then I was then people would always be like, I don't know. I get upset about everything that ever happens. And now that Freems is doing Lockdown Brewers, I I will go on Lockdown Brewers as soon as he comes on the Bart Winkler show. So if we're gonna have a Bart and Chuck reunion. I ain't giving it away to Lockdown Brewers. It's okay? coming here first. It's either going to be on stage at the Turner Ballroom or it's going to be on the Bart Winkler show, okay? Fair enough. Is that a fair answer for you? Yeah. Char- Charlotte Aria. Oh, God. Dude, I haven't watched a Rhea segment in six months. I fast-forward her every time she's on. I don't know why. I can't stand anything she says. I, the only good, the only good part about that act is Dominic Mysterio, Damian Priest. I skip Finn Balor sucks. I hate when he does the demon. I hope he gets crushed. Get out of here. Those are my hot. Are you doing a WrestleMania picks? Are you going to do a WrestleMania picks episode? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw something out there. I mean, I think it's pretty standard who's going to win all the matches, but I'll go with Cody. Cody. All right, man. It was fun. Thank you for uh, being on my show the other day, and uh, thanks for having me on. Always a blast. Check out Miller Park Minute. You're the guest on mine, and you're signing off mine. Wow. (laughs) All right, with that, uh, thanks, Eric. See ya. Bye. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And for the next portion of the show, 
Let's come to you from the Happy Place Hemp YouTube background studios. Why not tonight? Lots to celebrate with the Milwaukee Bucks, which we'll get into. Happy Place Hemp, by the way. This is what their lobby looks like if you're on YouTube. It's a bunch of shells with their products. And then there's some night in the background, like a medieval times. I don't even know the story behind it. I'm always afraid to ask. Like if if you talk about it, it comes to life or something. Anyway, great night for the Bucks. Get into that. Celebrate with some gummies. Happy Place Hemp. Promo codes BART. 25% off every order at happyplacehemp.com. Every single order, 25% off. Whether it's your first, your ninth, your 400th, whatever. You can start small, get a sample pack, and go a little bigger once you realize what you like, what you think your friends might like, so on and so forth. So check it out. HappyPlaceHemp.com. The promo code is BART. Bucks win tonight, 149 to 136. We'll go immediately to Tony in Texas, who seems to be coaching. Tony. Yeah, we got my star basketball player here, Bryson Nickerson here. We're, we just got done in practice. He, he, he was talking some smack about Drew Holiday. I go, what did Drew have today, 53? Uh, 51. So, yeah, if, if you were expecting 53 – buddy then yeah it's true holiday can't guard me oh he's saying true holiday, true can't, holiday can't guard me. i don't know man these kids these kids they don't know bart it's a laker fan what did you say his LA name was bryson LA bryson top. yeah bryson he's my guy bryson's been with me for three years how old are you bryson 14 oh so you're like four years away from the show yeah hey yeah, we just try to get these it. kids out of high school into college bart it's one step at a time here buddy How's Tony as a coach? He always brags about how good he is. He's got, I'm telling you, Coach Tony gets you right. Any of the kids from Milwaukee want to come down here to Texas, I'm telling you, it's global around here. Elevate you. I'm telling you, we on top. Uh, I, I think, let me translate, Bart. I think he says I'm a good coach. Yeah, I think he was recruiting people to come down here. Yeah, from, we're trying to here. get, you know, we're trying to get the Hero Brothers, whatever it takes, Bart. Get them down here. Tell, hey, oh. tell the Hero Brothers, come mess with us, man. Hey, our Elevate U team is pretty tough, though, Bart. Hey, I know it's loud in there. Bucks won the game. I'm glad to see that. I'm glad my North Texas Mean Green beat the Badgers. Tell Tim Shea he owes me a butter burger from Golden Euros in West Dallas. He better own up to that bet. When's your guys' next tourney? Uh, this weekend. This weekend. Well, how many points are you putting up? What's that, Barty? How many points are you putting up? Uh, Bryce, Bryce is my Draymond. He's going to get you, like, a triple-double. Oh yeah. This guy this guy goes in the high post. He's got all the moves. Okay. Yeah, he's my he's my Draymond. Secret weapon. You're not like kicking people in the dick, are you? Uh you know what? I, this guy is kind of dirty. That's what we call Hey, he's look how far to Draymond. He's a, he's a little dirty. He's laughing because he's we're right. He, he does he, you've hit some guys in the balls before. He's nodding yes. On purpose, yeah. He has, he has. I mean, look how far it took Draymond. Yeah. 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 Kick your way to the top. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Draymond, it worked for Draymond. Yeah. So, all right, Barty. I know it's loud. I'll talk to you later, bud. All right. Good stuff, coach. All right. See you guys. Look at that. that be, this, this, this YouTube video will be worth millions of dollars when Bryson goes pro. Uh, I believe he jumped on and said, I could guard Drew Holiday. Um, Ask him if he bang. No, we're not talking about uh, that. Talk B says best team I've ever seen. 
So here's what happened tonight in this Bucks game, 149 to 136. And I would like to discuss the Boston Bucks game with you. That'll be Thursday night in terms of what the Bucks strategy could be, should be. Hear me out on that in a minute. But as far as the achievements in the Bucks Pacers game, right away, Giannis was having a big night. And he was just an assist away from a triple double in the, uh, in the first half, got that ninth, 10th assist rather to start the second finished with 38, 17 and 12. So a big night for Giannis. And then drew was it 29 at the end of, at the end of the first half, I think 29, 28, something like that. I had it written down on my phone, but it's charging upstairs. I'm very prepared here, Uh, but 51 points on the night for drew. Guy took 30 shots, made 20 of them, three six from three, eight from 10 from the stripe, eight assists to boot. Huge night for Drew Holiday. Brooke added 21 as well. Grayson had three points. Two of them were maybe the best two points of the year with that coast-to-coast dunk. Javon Carter, Bobby Portis, and some other guys rounding out the minutes as well. Connaughton did not do much, 0 for 2. Uh, from three over, over three overall, we've been talking about him a lot this week. Buck shot 40% from three and 62% overall. This was a track meet. It was 149-136. Uh, for tonight, we celebrate. But again, I also want to look ahead a little bit to uh, tomorrow, uh, which is Thursday, which whatever. You listen to this when you listen to it. Uh, happy Fourth of July to Austin. Uh, not Austin, but Vincent. Austin's right here. Austin, what's up, buddy? Bard, hey. Good win, man. Uh, last night I watched the uh, Celtics game in a hope for a loss. And, uh, you know, thank God for Toby Altizer. You know, keeping that, keeping that Washington sports going for us, you know, when we need it. Um, yeah, Celtics lose on Tuesday night to Washington, 131 to uh, 111. My God, I don't know what it is. I've lost the ability to read. I, I really have. I, I have lost the I try to read tweets on um, Wednesday's show with Paul. He had to, like, reread them for me. I can't yeah, I heard that. read anymore. Yeah, my problem? Well, um, so that was uh, – that was – Fantastic. And then this game, I uh, was kind of watching some of it and then uh, I was doing something else and then I got hooked into it. And so my thing about it was I heard a lot of talk about how we're going to be sitting too many people. And I thought it was great that we played, that they played their ass off and started a lot of guys. I know Chris missed, um, but like getting them, there's only a couple games left and getting them ready for playoff season. Like now you're going to go play Boston tomorrow and you're going to be a little, you know, you're not going to be gassed, but you know, you got to get used to the grind of what the next. Well, well, that's, what I, that's what I wonder. So what I wonder about Thursday's game is this wasn't just like a normal game. This, this was cardio, man. This was, yes. this was a cardio game. These guys churned and burned. And so I wonder if, I wonder if they rest some guys against Boston, which would freak a lot of people out. But But Boston losing to Washington, I think, gives you some cushion. 
But okay, oh, two so and a half, the they're up two and a half right one, now, right? Huh? The series is one to one. Yeah, so it'd be a tiebreaker. Yeah, so why would you rest them? So I think what they're doing is like, hey, get ready. You know, the endurance. You know, like the and the beginning, most eighty percent of the season is the rest management. Now, like you're in the position, and it's hey, get geared up. You know, we're gonna do. You know, we're going to start with one mile laps, then you're going to do two, then three, and now get ready for the marathon. Well, let me ask, uh, let me bring Q in on this, who's wearing his Drew Holiday Olympic jersey. Very nice. Let's fucking go. Very, very well done. Um, The Q theory is the second game of a back-to-back is a fake game. So we, but we, we did this right. So we already, we already rested because... Chris rested. They rested Middleton, but Joe, they, like they they worked their ass off tonight. Joe rested. Jay or uh, Crowder rested. I, I don't know. I I feel like like the depth on this team should be able to keep it going. Giannis didn't play that much in the third quarter, and then I feel like Drew's fired up because he got robbed by the guy from Morgan Stanley. Um, so that's a good take. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's I already got to earn his next contract four <laughs> years from now because Morgan Stanley took half of this one. I I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling a double digit win tomorrow. Q, you going tomorrow? No, no. I I sold my tickets. So. Okay, I'm gonna be there. So if I can get back on time, I'll try to hop on. I'm I'm going, going back. Oh, hashtag fake fan, Jesus. Wednesday, I'll be there. So, against the Bulls. Yeah, when they really need you, Q. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so I call you your tickets to a Celtics fan. <laughs> I hope so. Jeez. Hashtag <laughs> fake fan. No. I I feel like I'm a true fan because I'm in it for the playoffs. You sold your tickets to a Celtics fan. We got to get that one seed. I don't know who. I don't know who it went to, but I, I guarantee that the – if it is a Celtics fan, they um, they won't make a difference. That's a big guarantee. <laughs> so, but, but okay, so why would even why would even entertain the notion of like resting guys or whatever? Is this is a big game with the regular season? Pretty much locking up the one if you win it. But do you risk? showing too much is there that concern for anybody no because if you see the celtics it's not going to be until the end of may right the celtics are imploding right like they just lost by 20 points Mm. i don't think they're that concerned about that yeah everybody knows everybody knows that washington is a tough place to play man Everybody knows it. And we have a game there. <laughs> no, I'm just. Fucking I have. Around. It's it's not that great of an arena. <laughs> I know. Uh, Johnny Davis had seven huge points in that game. I feel like the Celtics are walking backwards into the playoffs. They are the Milwaukee Brewers of the NBA. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. possibly. They the thing that, the thing that worries me less about the Celtics overall is last year's series, the Bucks did not have Middleton, 
and they already used up their bullshit like points. They used their bullshit points with Al Horford and Grant Williams. They used all their bullshit points against us last year. They're not, they're not with Middleton back with the depth that we have. Like they're not, they're not doing it again. So we're better. And they've already ran out of their bullshit meter. And so they I have feel a less scared about the Celtics than I once maybe did. They have a worse coach. Like they have a first year head coach. Like he's going to get owned in the playoffs, even by Bud. They, after they had to fire that coach for that scandal or whatever. Yeah, they, they're, they're a good team, but whatever they had with that coach, that was the difference maker they had. And they're, uh, they're not the same team that they were a year ago, regardless of what Ram says. Ram, God, he is yet to be on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not like he doesn't know we're here. He's, he's on Twitter. I post the links every oh, night. He's aware. I know he is. Yeah. I know he'll, he is. He'll he'll show up if we lose in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty consistent. But, I got Austin here. I got Q here. Um, but like, what's nice is I don't feel like this team is reliant on Chris anymore. Like, I, he's not our second best player. It's definitely Drew Holiday or Brooke Lopez. But, so, and that, that's what I wanted to talk about a couple of weeks ago. And we kind of did like, what is what is the least amount of minutes that you need from Chris? They don't in a series against the Celtics, they don't need thirty five minutes of Chris. They just they don't. Need is fifteen to eighteen points though. So then, are you coming? Are you All bringing him off the bench? I think you start him. He's earned yeah. a starting spot. Well, I'm sure I know he's earned it, and he's a great starter. But if you're only gonna if you're only going to like, I don't know. I just, maybe there's a different way to use Chris. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm just, a lot of what I'm doing tonight is just, just talking through it. I'm not saying Buck should rest anybody. I'm not saying, you know, so, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I, I just think that there's, there's, there's Buck's topics that need to be addressed here. I am constantly every day looking online and there are other shows out there as if they are baiting me as if they are trying their hardest to get me to comment and say something stupid when they post two-minute videos of a discussion today on the game about, have you noticed celebrities don't wear jackets? I'm not even fucking kidding with you. How do I not post? How do I not comment on that? How do I not do anything? But I'm trying. I'm trying to keep it cool. I'm trying to keep it cool. So I'm just throwing out topics. Maybe they pick one up. All I've ever wanted, Q, Austin, everyone, when I got when I got dismissed, and by the way, seven straight days of CBS Sports Radio starting Saturday. Yeah, nice. Seven oh, yeah. straight days, weekend, weekend, writer than you all week. Seven straight days. Okay, it's don't the Winkler verse. Yeah, don't tell me I'm not on Milwaukee radio. I'm on Milwaukee radio. I'm on El Paso radio. I'm on Anchorage, Alaska radio. I'm on bumfuck Michigan radio. I'm all over the goddamn place. Okay, tell me I'm not on radio, but I lost my train of thought. And now I've remembered it. All I've ever wanted was for sports radio to be good in this town. And nobody stepped up to the mantle. Every time I turn on a different station, it uh, it's Wisconsin Badgers NIT talk. Uh, I mean, that's better than talking about celebrities not wearing jackets. Okay, well, okay. I'm glad I missed that. 
But uh, honestly, uh, to talk about the Bucks, please. What I we can do with Chris Middleton is I wouldn't say start him off the bench. You or bring him off the bench. You start him and uh, limit his minutes a little bit with that starting. Pull him off and then bring him in so that he can start start quote marks with the bench and he can be. But I mean that guy. When he's on the team, his win plus ratio is incredible. So, uh, anybody that wants him off the team, it doesn't make sense to me. I I think he needs to be, he needs 25, 20, 30 minutes a game. I do think that he makes an impact just by the mere threat of what he can bring offensively. And I think his dribbling has gotten better, and he's not too bad defensively either. Uh, Joe wants to know, is the D an issue? Uh, look, I don't want to talk about it too much, but I haven't been performing as well as I've wanted to in recent. <laughs> the defense. Oh, uh, no, I, I think the defense is fine. Look, a lot of times they were scoring and then the Pacers would just whip it down the court and score again. It was like, yeah, it was like the shot clock was five tonight. I mean, it, it was we didn't care. They were working on offense tonight. They weren't working on defense. And then, like, the entire second half, they were just trying to get Drew to 50 points. So it was like, like it wasn't – I mean, it was a very fun game, but it wasn't like a, a real NBA game. So my – never real. They're never real. What is – when is the real next real game? It starts when the playoffs start, <laughs> which we've been saying since, like, the season started – in October, <laughs> yeah. So, Said that when uh, when uh, the playoffs ended, and we're like, when does uh, the NBA really count again? Because yeah. we know, isn't that your old take? It's like playing Mario, you know, doing it. You just waiting to get to the to the playoffs. You just got to go. Yeah, when you play five. a video game and you die, there's checkpoints. Yeah. We're at the checkpoint. Then you got to start all the way at the fucking beginning. We're about to be at the checkpoint, my friends. Anyway, uh, love you guys. Cue up. I'm going to let you take over. I'm hopping out. I'll hit the YouTube. All right, See buddy. So my Chris take is Chris. We're at the point now as a team. Chris will not lose us a lot of games but he definitely will win us some games and he puts us in a better chance to win a series when we're getting like 25, 30 minutes from him. But I think Bart, my question for you on Chris Middleton and minutes usage is it's kind of like clay with your warriors. Like what have the warriors done? What did they do last year with clay? What have they done in other finals runs where he's been coming back from injury? Um. Well, they they need Clay. The Warriors need Clay to score like thirty a night if they're going to do anything. Well, I mean, now this year they do. They didn't last year, right? Yeah, yeah. I and and that's great. That's that's a part of the luxury. Which maybe not playing Chris thirty five minutes a night, and we're just kind of assuming here. But maybe that does open up more time for, uh, you know whoever to get some some run i saw grant bill's tweet he said uh how are we going to react when aj green gets meaningful playoff minutes that he'll probably i would put 
I would put over under Bucks game one in the playoffs, over under uh, two and a half minutes for AJ Green in game one. I would put that over, but then I would put under zero the rest of the game. Like he will play two and a half minutes in the game in the first game, in game in the quarter one. What the fuck am I saying? I raced. Well, I mean, the Nassus is going to get in too because we're going to be up twenty points. <laughs> yeah, that, that too. Game, like the first series. If you're the one seed, the first series is usually a joke. We'll look at that in a sec. I'm going to bring in Teacher Tom. Teacher Tom, who leaves voicemails on the Carl's Place voicemail line. Hi. Hey, are you at the, are you wearing what you were tweeting? Yes. Teacher Dick, Tom just Dick. got the Jordan Love jersey. Nice. It arrived today. What kind of jersey is that? Yeah, what jersey is that? It's the Salute the Troops. Oh. The Armed Forces. I don't recall them ever wearing that in a game. It's very nice. Well, this was $70 on Fanatics, whereas from the Packers website, it was 130 for one of the white or green ones. Oh. Yeah, you know what? I just I have a Goodwill pile down here, and I just... Um, I just... Uh, I, I took a Rogers jersey I never wore. I put that in the pile, and then my <laughs> son got a Rogers jersey from his uncle still got the tag on it 25 bucks never worn it's in the pile my four-year-old has had it at least three and maybe four Aaron Roger jerseys already it sucks at least he's outgrown them hey I does remember... anybody know what this language is i got a youtube comment here um you gotta be on the video to see it it that... looks like it's russian yeah i was gonna guess russian how do I like copy and paste it? I don't know. Yeah. They must be a Rogers supporter. Hmm. Oh, he says, good job, guys. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's some translation. Nice. Uh, um, right. Anything else, Tom? What'd you have? Did you just want to show off the jersey? I'm, I was excited the jersey came today. Yeah. And then... Oh, oh, it's I've Greek. It's this Omaha is Greek. Steaks. Oh, cool. Yeah, Tom's got Omaha steaks. Yes. Tom got Tom's the one guy that's ordered Omaha steaks. <laughs> did you did you get the tartlets too? No, we got I got the value freezer filler, something like that. You ordered Omaha steaks and get the then get the apple tartlets? It wasn't in the package that I that I decided to order. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we got to get this man some tartlets. Okay. According to TT, this right here, this script means take the trophy already. Yes. Which I will take you at your word. Yeah. How do you say? Yeah, how did I not know this was Greek? I'm how do you so say folding chair in Greek. How do you say put the chairs out in Greek? Yeah. Put the chairs out. That's what we say in, in uh, the Winkler verse. Yeah. I said. put my chairs out in 2020. Tom did put the chairs out. You were one of the guys. Yeah, this guy over here, Q, put no chairs out, and he's selling tickets to Celtics fans. So <laughs> now that we have a new mayor in Milwaukee, can we get our chairs back? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, Barrett was such a stick up his ass. Maybe, 
maybe new guy whose name I totally forgot. Cavalier Johnson. Yeah, yeah Cav. Maybe Johnson, my man Johnson. Maybe my man CJ will help me out. I'll get. I'll. I'll. I'll get in touch. He. That dude loves some publicity. I bet he would like come and sit in the chairs with you to be on the podcast. I bet he would. He tweets all the time when he's doing stuff. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get the mayor on the pod. I'm gonna ask him. Uh, when when the hop when they're gonna realize that was a mistake. <laughs> All right, All guys. Right, I'm, gonna you, I'm gonna dip on you guys. I'm gonna bring in Joe here. Thanks, Bart. Okay. Good night. Looking good, Tom. Thanks for the jersey Thanks. plug. Thanks for buying the steaks. You're welcome. Buy more. No, you don't have to. <laughs> See you, bud. Okay. Teacher Tom. Uh, and Q. And I'll bring in Joe in Iowa. What's up, Bart? How you doing, man? Hey, I uh I was feeling bad today, and I went to Omaha Steaks to bought those to use your promo code. And right on the front page, it says thirty dollars off. Yeah. <laughs> also, they have like a two hundred and fifty dollars like dry aged steak on there. Sorry, man. <laughs> no, there's packages that you can. I don't know. I'm gonna stick with my fight to get Happy Place Hemp here in Iowa. Okay, the thing about Omaha Steaks though is that code is everywhere. Yeah, I do commercials. There's commercials that run when I'm doing CBS Sports Radio. They're like Omaha Steaks promo code CBS. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so you were talking about your D problems earlier, and so our son Jackson had was playing basketball earlier this year, and where's this going? We had, we had to tell my mother-in-law that she can't yell "Go Big D." anymore like big, big d, d you can't yell big d energy <laughs> in eighth grade basketball games anymore we had to explain to her what that meant which it just oh. encouraged her to yell it even more <laughs> well, yeah i feel like you should be able to do that the the more d puns you have the better that's true especially well maybe not in eighth grade when everybody's maybe not you by know. your grandma in eighth grade yeah i don't know i've got, I got the whole team here today what what's the youngest person by you? Uh, Thirteen. Listen, my three year old listens to you on the way to school every morning, and Tony from Texas, you know, notwithstanding the other day, his biggest problems are when somebody says "stupid" or "shut up," like f bombs, anything like that. No big deal. But if somebody says "stupid," it's big red flag for him. Oh, well, good. Does he not know what the f word is? No, he's very well aware. He's he's got a mother who's got a mouth like a sailor. Yeah, you're not wrong. We, uh, I made the mistake of, I made the mistake of, um, you know, books that's like something's different, something's not right, something fine. Instead of like, what's wrong with this picture? The first time we did one, I said, what the fuck is wrong? And so now he goes, I want to read what the fuck book. That's good. That's good. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> that actually reminded me. I was thinking about that while I was listening to you earlier today. How are you going to go back to seven days of being on the radio and not being able to swear like this anymore? Oh, I got, I got, I got, I got a mental trigger in my head. Do you? Okay, good for you. Well, because okay. I, I swear all the time. I'm, I swear every fourth word of mouth. What is the fuck? You got work through it. Breathe through it. We're fine. We're good. Who cares if I can't swear on the radio? I don't think I can speak. <laughs> I gotta be able to speak. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Shit, 
I heard something. I don't know. You, you threw me off by not being able to speak yourself. Something about fourth words. Didn't you, did you tweet me a question today or something? No, I was telling you that you need to do a whole segment of mm-hmm, mm-hmm on grocery stores. And I started it by saying what my thoughts were on hy V, and it was a big mm-mm. I've only been to one, and it was a crap hole. They're everywhere here. We have two grocery store selections here, other than like we have one Trader Joe's and a Whole Foods, but there's Hy-Vee's everywhere because they're based here in Des Moines. And then there's a place called Price Chopper out of Kansas City. Both hot garbage. Price Chopper? Yeah. Hmm. What I wouldn't do for like, I don't know, like a pick and save? Pick and save? You know, I go back home to Wisconsin. Pick and saves are great. Piggly Wiggly. I mean, that's just fun to say. Yeah, how come uh, we were talking about gas station culture the other night? How come? How come uh, there's not like grocery? Like people don't. You might like. Oh, I like festival. I like pig, pickly, pig and save. But nobody goes crazy for like the 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 grocery store the way they do for Quick Trip. Here they do. It's there's lines are drawn in the sand here like they are. However, do you guys have? I know you have Casey's, which is also based here, but we have Come and Go. So that's. That's something we have here. Yeah, top of the line. And that's a true story. Come and go. Come and go? Come and go, yeah. K-U-M and go. And they're excellent on the social medias. Yeah, they're good on social media. You should check them out. They arrive. A lot of jokes sure. about coming and going. <laughs> yeah, they lean pretty hard into that. See, I could also probably get a social media on, job with them. You know, I could do that then. Also really good on fighting for um, trans and LGBTQ rights here in Iowa, which is, you know, a goddamn wildfire right now. So good for them. Well, I don't know if you uh, know this. I mean, you live there, but and not to get all political or anything, but. Oh, please. Let's let's go. Let's no, go. I just, I just want to say one thing. that uh, Iowa sucks. <laughs> really? <laughs> I believe I uh, mentioned this on a previous call, but my Jackson, who's standing over here, has a shirt that literally says, number one thing to do in Iowa, leave. Leave. Well, yeah. But you, you've made a beautiful home for yourself, I'm sure. Yeah. It's not bad. Oh, you said you got the Pacers broadcast. I did. And oh, my God, it was awful. How? Because somehow, I don't know, we're in this vortex of hell that we get all of these like random cities that are home in des moines so i couldn't play did you get like bally sports pacers i get bally sports it's like extended midwest or something it's called here but it was um the pacers broadcast usually i watch the bucks bally um on league pass but couldn't get it today and the whole time these broadcasters were just awful they're like oh these guys are so old they're just like one game away from being hurt nobody's playing out here except Giannis and drew i was like you guys these guys are kicking the hell shit out of you right now what are we talking about how about jordan wire tonight i thought he'd have a bigger night uh you know he looked good i don't know 18 like that first game they played against him he put up what 30 you know i like to see these guys succeed i you yeah. know, like Christian Wood and, and Diakite is getting some time now, I think, with the Cavs because they're all banged up. And yeah. um, I got Nawara no here and he uh, was... Mamu. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just part of – it's just part of the – like, they're they're not – I don't know. I don't know how good they really are, but I'd like to see them get some run. Like, 
we're a championship team. We're a championship level team. We those spots need to be taken up by Joe Ingles and, and Goran Dragic right. and even Pat Connaughton. We don't you know have time for that. So there will be a day when Giannis leaves and Brooke leaves and everyone leaves. Take earlier today, I was. I mean, I've got a special place in my heart for him because of what he did on the championship run team a couple of years ago. So, I, Ooh, Sam Merrill? No, Connaughton. Oh well, yeah. You were saying that you didn't want to give him, and I think it was Grant who was saying that he wanted to give him some grace and see how he can, how he does when the playoffs come around. But I mean, you're right. He, I mean, he's a different guy this year than he was then. But congrats to MC Lee. He leaves a comment. He says, I never watched the NBA, but I did bet Drew's PRA uh, over. That's points plus rebounds plus assist. It was set at 29 and a half. Drew had 51 points, <laughs> and the total PRA was 67. So, wow. good good win for you, MC. Lee. Shame you didn't put a little more on it, but that's that's how the cookie crumbles. Aren't you in, like, baseball hell zone where you can't watch, like, anybody? Mm-hmm. So what yes, do you do? Uh, I'm not. Or are a you not a brewer guy? I shouldn't no, assume. I'm a brewer guy. I don't watch baseball a lot. So I'll I've got the MLB at bat app, and I can just listen to it. You know, throw it on when I'm doing working or whatever. Um, so watching the Brewers doesn't really affect me. I'll go to a game here or there. My guy, I brought my dad turned seventy last week, and we got him tickets to opening day. So, so that'd be oh, good. nice. Yeah. But so you're going? I'm not. No, just I just, I'm just, just with my him. parents. Yeah. Mm. Well, that should be fun for him. Oh. But no, I'll just listen to Euchre. I went to opening day once to interview people in the parking lot. You doing? I just, went out, I just went up to him. I said, "Hey, what are you doing? What the hell are you doing here?" That was my bit. And some guy goes, "I've never been to an opening day, and I found out I have six weeks to live. So why the hell not?" <laughs> There's no coming back from that. I was like, so do you think they'll win the World Series? <laughs> I don't know. Let me know. Let me know. Um, that's awful. That's terrible. Like what? What trades do you want to see? Supposed to go with that, Bart? Should I just like? Should I just leave? Like, what, what direction do we go after this? I ask myself that a lot after a lot of shows. Mm. Corey says I should get him on the show. Oof. Tough look. Yeah, I know where he's. Shut up. Come on. <laughs> All right, Joe. Yeah, you should get out of here before I ruin your life. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Good to see you. See you later. Be well. Be well. Bye, you too. Bye. Peace out. To uh, recap, I think the Brewers won that day, so... Happy ending to the story. Uh, all right. Bucks win tonight. I'm going to dip unless anybody else wants to jump on. Oh, no. The other thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, look at this. Just as I said, I was leaving. From a fantasy draft. Tim, if you're busy, don't join. I'm, I got ways to go. How so into I, the draft are you? Uh... I don't know. 14 picks. Uh, uh, round 15. How many rounds you go? 27. And is it like just snake? Yeah. All right. Well, who you got? Who? 
No, no. Who did he riff on there? Oh, this league. Well, oh, yes. You did rip our fantasy league last year on air. Uh-huh. What I, why, oh, why? 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 Um, because of every uh, a daily fantasy. I like daily fantasy. No. no not, not your daily fantasy. Like, you change your lineup every day. Yeah, I like that. You like that? No. <laughs> no. That's not what you said last year. You that, yeah that you did not say that you said what did something I say? else I don't know. I don't know. No, I was probably just I was probably just being a dick to Tim. I like it. I like Daily Fantasy. My first pick was Aaron Judge. How many Brewers do you have? Like seven? Two. Who? Wait, don't tell me. You fucking took Yelich, you pussy. The guy across from me took Yelich. Who else? Who Brewers? I have Contreras and Brandon Woodruff. Contreras is hitting 25 bombs this year. I'll remember that. He'll be everyone's favorite Brewer by August 1st. Okay. Okay. All right. Tim, a bunch of people just joined. Do you want to stay or do you want to come back? I'll come back. All right. See ya. Goodbye. Bye. All right, let's get a four-box, quad-box, all-star crew here. Matt in the falls. With an ice cream cone. Hot oh, yeah. Jake Jake. Yeah, yeah. And wearing that Brewer's hat with pride, Brett and Tosa. Wow. wow. Not lit at all. What's up, fellas? What's up? Yeah, I just came on to it's say. Quad box about as vanilla as that ice cream. Oh, chocolate shit! Damn, that's the that's the high end stuff. All right, uh, Jake, what'd you what'd you have? Uh, shame on every one of you a holes that wanted Grayson traded. Yeah, you big three all, points. You can all S a D. That dunk alone was worth keeping him around. You know what? I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> I know you did not want to trade Grayson. I will give I you never credit did. on that. You don't trade a guy like that. I definitely didn't. Yeah, uh, Matt didn't either. You don't trade a guy who is a nuisance to every team hates him. You well, don't trade also, that guy. You exploit that guy. Let's also talk about how the Bucks, like historically, they just never have a guy who can hit a three, and then you have a guy who's shooting like forty-two percent from three, and let's well, let's get rid of him. Stupid. But that was fun. Um, again, I'm not going to be negative on the game because, you know, it, it was clear that, like, yeah, it's Indiana. We can just, you know, if we really have if to. you find a way to be negative out. about this game? I tried. Gonna... I did my best. I'm sorry. I'm going to pull that piercing right off your lip. You love it. What else you got? I want to hear from the other boys. I said one Matt, thing. I don't want to. I thought, the game, I thought the game was great. Um, I think the Pacers are a very interesting team. Um, yeah. But they're still they're still like a star away. Like they have a few very good players, but I just I think they're going to medal in that uh, like four to six range for a long time. Like they're they're not like white. eight to eleven. Oh, I disagree. Pacers. There's all these teams. Pacers do this. Magic do this, Pistons do this, then like never good. 
I mean, the Knicks are the five seed right now. Like the the East is not. It's the top three, and then like the Cavs are pretty good, and then it's there's room there's room for people to advance. Q's right. They were pretty depleted tonight. No, yeah, like they gave us a run. They got. I, I can't say his last name, but uh, they got that rookie Matt Matt Mathurison Matherin Matherin. Yeah, Matherin. I just call him Benny M. Yeah, his name it, when I say it, it sounds like I'm I'm um, I've got a lisp, so I, I I always forget how to say it. But Matherin, that's all right. Um, yeah, and they're just sorry, just got some hockey on, and uh, hockey OT is incredible. In case you haven't noticed, they do three on three now. Cool, and it's just wild stuff. Can't um, wait to break it down. Waiting, waiting for the wild to start. Speaking of wild stuff, but uh, yeah, Bucks were great. Drew was great. Really wanted Giannis to get forty. Didn't happen. It's okay. Um, Connaughton, I don't want. You know, I think he should be out of the rotation pretty soon with the way he's playing. Uh, hopefully that heals itself and Bud figures that out. That um, freaks me out. Well, Connaughton. I'm really worried. Not, I'm not worried about it. We we can replace his minutes, no problem. No, that's not what I'm worried about at all. I'm worried about Budenholzer because he ran George Hill's old ass out there despite having Javon Carter at the ready last year, and it killed them. And I'm afraid Budenholzer just going to be like, this is our guy, and he's just going to ride that thing into the ground. That's my only concern. Their depth is good. They have guys. It's just I don't trust Budenholzer to put a fork in him. I only got one, I only got one Bucks thing to say. Can we not? I don't want to hear you talk, Bucks. You know no, I don't want to hear you talk. No, I, I do want to say one thing. Can, <laughs> can we not freak out when we sick guys? The like we can lose two games. The rep, just be as healthy as you can. Going, I get the one seed. Yeah, they can lose two games and still get the one seed. So it's rest everyone. Close. Like Drew, Drew's been off for how many days, and he comes out and scores fifty. Like rest and health is important. These games don't matter. I'm, I'm kind of four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Should more Bucks be financially taken advantage of so they come out and have 50-point games the next night? 414. How oh, about this? A new number? Wasn't there a new number that you had for like three yes, weeks? Yes, for three weeks. It was 414-677. We got brand new phone lines. The new oh. phone lines cost me a CBS sports shift because I was supposed to go on at 5, and they put them in at 458 one night, and I couldn't connect, and it made me look really bad on like my second day. Uh, I was very pissed off, and I actually kind of still am. Brett, opening day. Well, I got one more Bucks thing. Oh, sure. I was going to say, the team is almost so loaded that no matter what lineup Budenholzer throws out there, that there's going to be a good result. So, like, he can still fuck it up in our eyes, and the team is still going to be really, really good because, like, I mean, unless he throws the NASA's out there for 20 minutes, like it's still an awesome team, no matter what he does. Are you and I just going white T bros tonight? Uh, I, I I have a, a oh, design okay. on there. All right, I'm I'm just playing white T. No, I knew Delilah. You just, you just got my shoulders. That's it. Yeah. All right, Matt. Yeah, but I got I got no Brewers stuff until the season starts, but uh, I'm going to try to contribute more Brewers stuff this year. So. Uh, until I got then. something on the Brewers. Well, not until then. I got nothing. Well, I want to hear from Brett. Brett's been. Brett's been. No, crazy. I want to hear. I want to hear how Tate takes Brewers. Okay. <laughs> I found out today that they have a guy named Winker on their team. You found out today? Yeah. Winker. Winker is not Winkler. Don't do this to me. 
I know, but like I just there's a guy in baseball named Winker. Yeah, Winker. Isn't there also a Winkler? I just uh, Dan Winkler used to pitch for the Cubs. Used to the Brewers to me. I just I can't. That's an unserious franchise. There's I'll if they make it like if they for some reason are a buzzsaw. I'll I'll be a bandwagon guy with no shame. But like there's just no way I can get into this team. Like I once the Bucks win the title, you ain't gonna hear from me for a while. Okay. I, I want you breaking down every Jordan Love training camp with me. Oh, I'll be way ahead of you on that. I know. I watched a video today of him throwing a pass to Aaron Jones. And yeah, you want to talk about come and go. Hell it, yeah. Bart, it moved. I, I agree. Wow. Hey, who knew that quarterback could throw to people without jerseys on? I never thought it would be possible. That's all I got. Roger man. never threw that. He sucks. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, it helps when you actually, you know, show up to things and cause that's yeah. just like that's the hardest it. thing in the world for that guy. Yeah, Don't so. tell me you like, that's the most believable story ever that he would just like leave Matt LaFleur at like, you know, probably at Perkins LaFleur's ordering the big bar breakfast. And then Rogers just doesn't show up. Yeah. Rogers, uh, I don't want. I can't. I can't. I retire. Don't do this to me. You are so gonna be bad. I want to so talk quick. Brewers with Brett. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna log off then. Thanks, All right. guys. Jake, talk to you Sunday night. Jake's gonna do WrestleMania with me. Matt, you in for that? Uh, I have watched a total of maybe 20 seconds of professional wrestling in my life, so um, I'm out. All right. See you, bud. See you, man. Brett. Let's go. Are you going live after the game tomorrow? Yeah, and I'm bringing Tim Shea in here, All too. Right. Here's the deal. If the Brewers win, I will report live on the Bart Winkler show from Wrigley. You're going? Yeah, we're leaving at 630. But if they lose, you might as well getting... come on either way. Well, I'll come on on the walkout if we lose, but I'm getting out of there as fast as I can without fucking songs playing. You don't want to hear that song. No. But if we win, I will be reporting live from the first row of the second deck on the Bart Winkler show. I bet 97.3 doesn't have doesn't have anyone reporting live at the game tomorrow. I want to give <laughs> yeah, I want to give you my thoughts on the Brewers. Uh, my overall thoughts on the Brewers right now, okay? And and get your reaction. Okay. I think that this team it will probably win around 82 to 87 games. That's where I'm putting them. Um, they could win a little more. I think it's more likely they win more. Then they win less. Uh, the most surprising thing for me would be if they were under 500. I just don't think that uh, they just they they've shown us time and time again that we can doubt them and they'll still find ways to win games. It's the same strategy as it's been for the last few years. Great pitching staff. Council acknowledges that. And then you have three or four guys on offense. If they do this, if they do this, okay. So we understand. Then there's some improvement for that. I think that there's like Dr. Strange, I'm a Marvel guy, everyone knows this, sees all these timelines, and there's one timeline where they could beat Thanos, okay? There is a timeline out there. There might be a couple where the Brewers win a World Series in the next two years. And I don't know, I mean, I don't think we're on, I don't think we're on that earth. I've convinced myself they'll never win one. But should they start well, and it's going to depend on if these guys come up and hit, and then if they even, like, put a dent in anything, I don't want to see guys traded next year. 
I, I would rather, I think the big thing is, do you want to, like, when do you want to trade Corbin, right? When do you want to trade Willie? When do you want to, when do you want to move on from these guys? If they're, if they suck in the first half, get rid of them all. Just start from scratch. It ain't going to work. But if they're competing and they have this next batch of guys coming up that can maybe deliver some offense, or maybe in like 2024, second half of the season, you see Churio and whatever. I don't need to get anything for Corbin Burns. I, I don't need, like, what do I want for Corbin Burns in terms of prospects? You know what I want from Corbin Burns? I want two years of Corbin Burns. That's what I want. I don't need prospects. So my expectations on the Brewers are not World Series or bust. It's not NLCS or bust. But I'll tell you what, I'm more excited than I have been in a long time because my expectations are lower. That's fair. I, I agree. You know, tell me why they're going to win 98 games. No, I, I agree with everything you said. I mean, I I was on the – I wanted to trade Hater, but obviously that blew up, and I agree with you. If it if they're good, you can't trade Burns, Woodruff, or, or Willie, and you ride it out, and you will get something. You can give them the qualifying offer and get a draft pick. So it's not like you let them go for free. So right. I'm I'm on board. I, I I'm thinking 86 to 90 wins, and I, I, I'm I'm gonna bet on the Cardinals to win the division just because the I think the Brewers have too many question marks, offensively and in the bullpen. But the ceiling for the Brewers is higher than the Cardinals because the Cardinals rotation is awful, and if Yelich he's never gonna be an MVP, but if he can be back to a All Star, I think that's reasonable. Um, Winker, I mean. The, there's things like you said, there's things that can happen in 2023 for the Brewers to be a playoff contender. I'm not picking um, it, but I think they're going to be right at the last wild card spot fighting with the Phillies. And luckily, the Phillies are already injured. So that helps us out. I'm really high on Contreras. I think he's going to regress a little bit, but I'm wearing my Contreras jersey to Wrigley. I've always been a huge Contreras family fan. Oh, you got a Brewers one already? I bought it when I was drunk in Florida. Um, but I hate Wilson Contreras more than anyone in the majors. And huge William fan. Nice. Test so. user gives us $2 tonight. Thank you, test user. How many bites of the – how many apple bites is Burns worth, though? Cry face emoji. That $2 will go to the drink. I'm buying Tim tomorrow at Kelly's Bleachers. Okay? Thanks, Bart. So are you I'll, come up, I'll come up with the first couple innings. Okay. So, you know what Schlesinger said? Beer? That he wants to hire me back? <laughs> yeah, right. That he wants, uh, they want, they might extend beer past the seventh. Hey, Bart, I haven't talked to you in a long time, but we both have to admit, I agreed with you that everything marketing, all that stuff was absolute trash. But the last two months, besides a cheese tweet, the Brewers are, they're making some moves. They're less embarrassing to follow than previous. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're they're concentrating on digital content that is worth your time rather than, just retweeting people that put a sign that say my oh, first word. Cheese, please. 
Oh, yeah, that was five bucks for Tim's drink. Tim, order a double. Hey, uh, buy one, get one free beer on Friday night till 7.30. Where? So at Miller Park or at American Family Field. Oh, yeah. What's that? Friday, you get buy one, get one free till till 7.30. I wonder if ticket sales are bad for the first week. Didn't Schlesinger say something on Drew and KB that ticket sales are up this You mentioned the show that's not this one. Okay. All right. See how pathetic that looks if I were to do it. Ticket sales are up. This, this is where you drop him. Oh wait, no, that's they're only there. We yeah. let you still talk. Hey, well, Drew and KB, man, they got a stranglehold on Wisconsin radio. They're on, they're on all over the place. Hold on, let me go to the Winkler Bart Twitter pay, uh, Twitter handle and tweet something for the first time in three years. All right, Bart. So you're going live after the game tomorrow? Yes. All right. I'll be on, and hopefully it's in Wrigley after a win. So, go Brewers. All right, Brett. Let's talk Brewers, buddy. All right. Bring home a win tomorrow, Brett. Do my best. All right, Timmy. How's the draft going? We're moving. We're moving. You know, it's a long draft, but we'll get there. I did two last week, and it was awful. Yeah. What are you using, Yahoo or what? Yahoo. Yeah, yeah. We had problems with CBS. Well, I shouldn't say that they employ me, I guess. Well, the website's different than the radio station. Are you like a house or a bar or what? At a bar. Oh, wow. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Only two brewers so far, so. Mm. And you're wearing a brewer's shirt over a brewer's jacket. Yep. I'm ready. I'm ready. For I'm, ready. I'm ready too. I got my Brewers hat on that I bought in spring training because I love the Brewers. And I got my white shirt on, which doubles as a white flag uh, because uh, we should surrender the season. They're going to be terrible. Stop. The one hot take I'll have this year, like last year, I made that hater take like very early May. Yeah, you said they should trade hater. You weren't there. I made the comment and everyone went crazy on me and I'll look who was right. Um, I don't think Devin Williams will be the closer come August. Uh, he might not be a brewer. Eh, he could be a brewer, but I think you know who you know who I think could be the closer. Uh, Ride the that? bus, Gus. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Gus Varlin. Yes. I think he's the only one that has potential. Gus Varlin. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, sorry that I ripped on your league last year. I don't really remember doing it. Oh, I do. I do remember. It's okay. Mm. Can I do one prop comedy before we leave? Go ahead. One prop comedy. One prop comedy before we leave. You don't think I'm a Brewers fan? You don't think I'm a Brewers fan? No. Well, I mean, you are. Yeah, but you don't think I'm a big one. Just tell me to my face. All right, you are not a big Brewers fan. Oh, shit.
I'm not. You don't have it, do you? Well, I feel like I'm at happy place temp right now. No, I'm looking. God damn. Oh, here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. All right. What do you want? Milwaukee Sentinel. (laughs) April 20th. Oh, hold on. Let me get. I should edit this out. I always say that. It's kind of a dumb bit. April 20th, 1987. Deer plus flame equals 12. Wow. Free burgers. By Tom Hodricourt. There's no other way to describe it. Unbelievable. The Milwaukee Brewers stretched their season opening winning streak to 12 games Sunday afternoon. But this time they stretched the imagination too far. Can you believe I will be in this job for the next 35 years when I will then retire and unveil my deep political leanings on Twitter constantly? Look at this. Look at the Easter bunny at the game. Look at, this is when fans were fans. This is the paper from April 20th. 1987, Monday after Easter. Is that the Milwaukee Journal or the Milwaukee Sentinel? It's the Sentinel. Here's a guy who has a a hat on that says, we are tops. Here's the Easter Bunny. Here's 40,000 people at County Stadium. I don't see them with cell phones. I don't see them distracted by their fantasy baseball team. I don't see them distracted. These are real fans. These are when fans were fans. And now what are we? Bunch of whiny babies because we don't win the World Series every year. These people, these people sacrifice for us to have brewers today. And we don't do enough good a job respecting this guy in the hat that says we are tops. Okay. Prop comedy. Oh, that was great. Thank you. Make sure you save that paper. Uh, well, yeah, I have a lot of I have a lot of Super Bowl papers in here. Look at the Milwaukee classifieds. I should do a I should do a pod just reading like ASMR classifieds. <laughs> yes. Full time work wanted, childcare, Bayview, my home. People would call that number and just do it. This shit is fucked up. The classifieds are fucking weird. Social media manager, Batteries Plus. Just kidding. All right, I'm done. We're done. We're done. All right. Goodbye. We're done. Tim, in honor of the great Gary Stenfield, we are done. And no more packs. Go, pack, go. And before we descend down to the end of this episode, Got some voicemails to play, but I want to remind you about our good, good buddies at Omaha Steaks. Uh, I called up uh, Sean at Omaha Steaks last week. I said, Sean, how about you bring me some of those filet mignons? And he said, oh, God, I'd love to. And it's on the house. He says, how about you bring me some of those Cubans? And I said, oh, Sean, anything for you. So Sean, Patty, Lewis, uh, Steve and the gang, Rick, we're thinking of you. Uh, Amy, uh, I hope you had a good vacation. Uh, Ricardo, you, you're killing it. 
with what you're doing. And uh, Jerry, hope that everything works out with your son and you guys uh, find him. I know he's been missing for a long time. Uh, Omaha Steaks, $30 off the packages they put together for you. Go to omahasteaks.com. The promo code is BART, B-A-R-T at checkout, BART. You get $30 off the packages. Weather's getting nicer. It's grilling time. Okay? So now let's start getting those, those steaks delivered in that nice white crate. It's all ready to go. Throw it in the freezer. Get those tartlets, those pork chops, those tenderloins, all of it and more. OmahaSteaks.com. I have some voicemails to play. I say this for the end of the episode. They are Rogers related. So if you're tired of Rogers, that's the end of the show. We'll see you tomorrow. If you're not, or if you want to hear what the people have to say, because we're all about the people here at the Bart, 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 Bart show. We thank Carl's place for having a voicemail line. 402-915-BART. Bart, again, 402-915-BART. Carl's place. Carl of ET.com backslash Bart. Or check them out, bartwinkler.com. You can uh, build your own golf simulators, guys. So I just told you it was getting nicer. But some days it's not nice, so you're going to want to golf inside. All right? Just check it out. Go to the link and check it out. Go to the link and browse around. Hopefully you're getting a tax return back. Unless you're an independent contractor now and your taxes are the hardest thing you've ever had to physically do in your life. So hopefully you're getting a tax return back. Maybe that can go to it. Just, hey, do something for you. 2023 is the year of you. And my promo codes. And getting a golf simulator. So I got some voicemails. First one's from Patty. And we'll play this from Patty here. Everyone was pretty happy to see Brian Gudikins finally talk. Not talk back to, but make his feelings known regarding everything that was going on with Aaron Rodgers. LaFleur never ended up saying anything, but Gudikins did, and Patty had some thoughts. My opinion is that while I really was proud of Goody for kind of giving it back to Rodgers after these last few years of all these passive-aggressive backhanded comments <clears throat> and interviews and, and drama and everything, but there was still a part of me when listening to that where I was like, ugh, God, I mean, he still had to like really sugarcoated and I felt like he kind of threw some additional compliments in there and it, it was kind of buttered up a little bit but with that said that was something that was overdue for him to just give it back to Rogers um, I'm proud of him for doing that I do think that um, I think it was hot cake Jake who said he may have shown his hand a little bit with that but I think overall, I, I still think the Packers have the leverage. Um, I still think that the Jets, I agree with you guys, that the Jets could have used this Lamar or Jackson requesting a trade announcement to their advantage, and they chose not to. And that just goes to show you how just not ready for prime time the Jets really are. Um, Talent-wise, they might be you know, turning the corner and competing really well, but the way that organization is run, they're just not there yet. So anyway, I kind of thought it was, it was refreshing to hear Goody speak that way and um, be interesting to see if there's any more to come on that. So uh, our guy Florio was on our guy Pat McAfee's podcast on Wednesday 
Which, okay, Florio, I, I think he's kind of a dork. I wish he had a Mike Florio account and a Pro Football Talk Twitter account. Very niche complaint. But Pro Football Talk has become like, I mean, you got to say it's respected. He, NBC gave him a bunch of money. They have college basketball talk and hardball talk and, uh, you know, basketball. They like had a whole, they branded everything after him. And yet he gets on there and whines because he's a Vikings fan and he's insecure. I, he should have a mic where he's not going to get his mic. Like, who cares? Just retweet it from the pro football account. There should be a pro football account that is news and links to your website and then a Mike Florio account. It really bothers me. No one's called him out for that. Someone needs to. That'll be my mission. Like Daredevil, I will be putting my mask on and going around the Hell's Kitchen of Twitter and making sure that Florio separates church from state. Apparently, though, he said the Packers want to back off the number one pick. Whatever. I just... If you're the Jets, at what point do the Jets just say, forget it? We'll do our own thing. Are they an Aaron Rodgers away from the Super Bowl? I don't know. Why don't you go get Lamar? Go get Lamar. Go get... Go get Mike White back. Just with everything that we, we, we've, we've read so much about Rodgers, so much that we either want to believe more or don't want to believe about what kind of teammate he's become. And, you know, I understand he's, he's a nice guy. He says nice things. But if he was as invested as he was in the MVP seasons, he'd be the MVP again. How do you, how do you, go, how do you win the MVP two years in a row and then be so pedestrian the next year? One, your talent either really dropped off or you kind of start stopped caring. Like, he doesn't have to be best friends with Romeo Dubs. He doesn't have to go shopping at the Green Bay Hy-Vee with him. I just don't understand how he can show up to camp. I can't do this. I retired from it. God, get him off my... Oh, I hate him. I can't do this. I retired. Here's uh, Britt from Merrimack. Who I think might hate Rogers more than I do. Round of applause to Goody. He actually showed that he had some cojones and called out Aaron Rodgers and you know all that stuff during his interview. I didn't think he had it in him. So as a Packers fan, that makes me happy because it makes me believe that you know they are actually taking the team back from Aaron Rodgers and his high demands and his diva ish ways and all that so i was actually i couldn't believe it my mouth dropped not because of what he was saying but the fact that he actually said it so finally we get we get that from goody so a little bit from Britt there again a lot of high praise for brian gudekinst and everything that he said um this week john and franklin one more voicemail john and franklin always comes with some good thoughts and now it's about what do the Jets do? What do the Packers do from here? We'll jump into this one. Again, I'm hearing all this debate. And the bottom line is the Jets. The field is about perspective. The Jets identified Aaron Rodgers as the one that's going to take them to the Super Bowl. So I'm hearing people on our side going, yeah, he's washed up. We shouldn't expect much more from him. A second rounder, maybe a conditional one. What the hell should we take the risk for the Jets? It's on the Jets to take the risk. Like, we took a risk when we 
drafted Jordan Love, right? And is it going to pay off or not? Time will tell. But that's a risk we took. No. I'm not down with the conditional stuff. We need to get a, a decent deal. And I'm not stupid. I don't think we're going to get three first-round picks. And now from what Gutekunst, you know, the way he spoke, he kind of laughed. When it was brought up this year's Jets first-round pick, which I don't understand why that was laughed at. I think that should have been something we fought for, and at the very least, get their first-rounder next year. And the control that comes with it, it's not just the pick. If nothing else, to package up and move up next year if we need to. Hopefully we don't need to. But the Packers need to hedge their bets. The odds that they're going to roll the dice and hit seven three times in a row, short of the ending of all these Hall of Fame careers is unlikely, and it's not Jordan Love's fault. Not to mention the pressure this guy's going to be under. And it's not his, it's totally not his fault. I wish him success, I do. But I ultimately wish the Packers success. And that's part of the compensation package here. And take your sweet time. You know, don't forget, I, I defended 12 for years. And then, you know, reassessing that, defending that I did, you know, you think he could have put put those young receivers after they were drafted on a plane and flew them off to Cali, you know, before he took his Hawaiian vacation. You think he could have done that? You think that might have weighed a little bit on this past season? Maybe one or two more wins? Where would that have taken us? Another bite at the apple? What are we, the Brewers? Hang out. <laughs> wait it out. I don't care when the sense, because we know what we're doing. The Jets are the ones that got to straighten their path out. I'm out. John and Franklin, uh, thanks to Patty, thanks to John, thanks to Britt, and thanks to all you guys that leave voicemails. It's always available. Uh, we'll play some, most, all, eventually. They do get played, 402-915-BART. Thanks again to our friends at Carl's Place. Yeah, one, I guess one thing I, I don't want in a trade is like escalators for how good Rodgers does because then you have to root for Rodgers. You have to, then you, Rodgers is gone and I don't want to root for him. I want him to be bad, but then I have to root for the Jets to be good. So the Packers get a better pick. I don't want to do that. Just go, go away, do what you do and we'll do what we do. And it'll all be over. I don't want to, if you want to root for Rodgers, cause you're still a Rodgers fan. I'm not going to stop you. I don't want to have to root for Rodgers for the benefit of the Packers. Does that make sense? I think it does. Someone will be mad at me for it anyway. Two live crew tomorrow is what we're going for. After opening day, I'll hop on. And then after Bucks Celtics, I'll hop on. Both live on YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Get notifications when we're on. I think you just get an email that says I'm live. If you want to join, join. If you don't, just delete the email but then he can come on and contribute more. So that's how we're doing it. All right. Big day tomorrow. Or no, today. I keep saying tomorrow. Today. I'm recording. You know what I mean. All right. See ya. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.